0: welcome to coffee talk with liquid shano 1973 an inspirational podcast to put the ups and downs of life and everything in between here's your host shane lakita hey welcome back welcome back everybody to another episode of coffee talk with liquid shano 1973 man we are up in the 200 numbers of episodes and it's unbelievable to me it blows my mind it freaks me out. It makes me nervous, but it also humbles me. I am all kinds of different emotions when I look at the amount of episodes that we've done and that I've been able to go through with each and every one of you throughout this whole entire journey over this two-year evolution of the podcast. And so at the end of the day, as I always try to open with each one of my podcasts, I'm appreciative and I thank each and every one of you for the support that you give me, for the way that you are there to be able to lift me up when I need it. For those that invest in the show, uh, Kathy just recently, we got Patricia, some other folks that have just become patrons of the show. Just really incredible the amount of support that I've received from this podcast in general and the amount of people that are looking to be able to be better and achieve things in their lives that they never really thought that they could have before. So again, I'm just one 100% Hundred percent appreciative of each and every one of you all, I, I, each and uh, all the people that have invested in this show in general. So whether it's friends that have helped lift me up and support me and really kind of bring me to the right place, or whether it's patrons or listeners or social media influencers or anybody like that that have actually sat back and said, you know what, this guy has some really good content. He has really good stuff. I'm going to share your stuff or whatever. I, I'm just, I, I'm just humbled and amazed by the amount of people that are in my corner in this journey. So I want to share a story with you guys, okay? Because this podcast, not really even knowing how long this one's going to be. Usually I try to keep them right around 25 minutes to 30 minute time frame just because that's the attention span that I have as a listener. A lot of times I can't usually go for the hour long or two hour long podcasts that people have that are out there. I I have before, but it's really tough for me. So I want to share with you a story that I was talking with somebody with uh, this afternoon about something. So what they had shared was they opened themselves back up and they had talked about how they were vulnerable and they had talked about how they had put their resume in for jobs because they weren't feeling fulfilled with the job that they currently have and they were taking a risk, right? They, they had, had this job for the last seven or eight years. It was comfortable it paid well but they were like literally not feeling valued or not feeling appreciated or not feeling like there was a lot of levels of advancement or they were going home devastated or not happy with their job and some other descriptors that they were bringing to the table with the job that they currently have and they talked about how they had to make a decision for themselves. And they had to say, do I put myself out there and try to be able to apply for other jobs similar to the one that I currently have, but one that I might feel less stress or less pressure or those kind of things or have more room for advancement? And so they were at this crossroad moment. We talk about it in the podcast a lot here, right? We talk about getting to a point where you're at a tee in the road, making a decision of a life-changing decision or making another decision to be able to pivot and be able to adjust a little bit and be able to move things forward or however it goes, right? We talk about that a lot in this podcast because we know at the end of the day, you are worth more than what you give yourself credit for. And that's what the, that's what the content of what this, podcast is going to be about okay we'll get into that in just a second so let me let me finish my story time here so she put herself out there she was sitting down she was like you know what do I do hemming and Hahn for weeks it really started to affect the way that she ate the way that she was healthy her workout regimen all this different stuff that she was going through from top to bottom it really started to affect her and the role that she was in, the things that she was trying to do, it started to affect her family life. It started to affect all these different aspects of her life was affected by the fact that she was going to a job that she wasn't necessarily happy with, yet she knew she needed it to pay the bills and wasn't really sure she was ever going to be able to kind of get out there and make similar money or same security or those kind of things that she currently had with the current position that she was in. But after Hammond and Hahn. After struggle, after trying to be able to get her head, really think in the direction of what direction she wanted to go, from what I understood and what she said was, she put herself out there and she applied and she put her resume out there to multiple different places, which were very similar to the job that she currently has, but she wanted to see what opportunities might be out there. So first of all, think about that. So she didn't really know if she could. She didn't know if she was worth anything out there in the marketplace. She didn't know if there was going to be anything even available or people would even like the things that she brought to the table. So she didn't know if she wanted to, but she took the risk and the chance to do so. So I want you to write that down. I want you to write down the first section of this podcast is all about taking risk, right? Stepping out of your comfort zone. So I'm even going to write it down as I'm talking here. So taking risk, okay, and then comfort zone. Those are the two things I'm writing down. This is the first section of it. So she basically knew what kind of risk it was going to be for her to put herself out there for her to be able to send those resumes out knowing that it could have kickback it could have blowback it could have other th- implications what if her current job found out that she was applying what if those jobs they a person knows somebody and they know somebody etc cetera, etc cetera, the word travels around and next thing you know this this person that was pretty stable in the position that she was in it was important to her role now is a commodity and now is like a, okay well we can can probably move on or whatever, knowing that those are the risks that she would take, knowing also that if she's been doing it for seven years, how risky is it to be able to go and try to be able to put yourself out there to get another position or go somewhere else where you're not that comfortable with it, where you're not as comfortable with the dynamic, you're not as comfortable with the team environment, you're not as comfortable with the policies or procedures or anything else. Lots of risk was in this in this decision. Tons of it. But she weighed out her options and she thought to herself, my mental health and my mental awareness and the things that I'm trying to bring to the table, the, the, the maybe the goals that I want to achieve personally, including professionally, I, I could have an opportunity to do that if I work somewhere else because I don't have it where I'm currently at. So the first stage is taking a risk and stepping out of your comfort zone. That's a really big step. That's probably the biggest step that we all face in all of our journeys, all the things that we're trying to be able to do, all the things that we're trying to be able to accomplish, whether it's getting uncomfortable, stepping outside the comfort zone, going and doing something new, achieving a new goal, going for, I don't know, running marathons, weightlifting goals, trying to be able to become an artist or a painter and never having an artistic bone in your body or whatever it is. The first step is to take the risk and step out of your comfort zone to go and make that happen because it matters to you. And in her case, this mattered to her. Her mental health and mental awareness and overall well-being mattered to her because she saw it start to deteriorate based on the fact that of wherever she was faced with or where she was stuck at that moment in time. Now, how many of you can relate to her story? How many of you are working nine to five job, working 40, 50 hours a week, you're grinding it out, you punch the clock, you go to work, you just, you do it because it pays the bills. You're not really gaining a lot from it. You're not really maybe advancing the way you'd like to, or you're not really on a team that you really feel like it's a team cohesive environment, or maybe there's Drama and wherever it's at and and whatever it is, how many of you can relate to her situation where she felt as if it was mentally breaking her down and she was accepting it for what it was because it was safe, because it was the job that she's had? Because it was, they've invested in me, and I know that I'm probably not going to find something similar to that out in the real world, or whatever it is, or the nervousness of doing so, putting yourself out there and bearing yourself back and becoming vulnerable. Now, there's number two, guys. So, taking risks, stepping outside of your comfort zone. The second piece of that, it's kind of like in the same caveat. It's in the same kind of situation of what we're talking about here, is vulnerability. Now, listen, if you have listened to or watched any of Brene Brown's recent stuff on her podcast, on some of the things that she's done on the television, the interviews she's done with 60 Minutes and some other places, Brene Brown talks about vulnerability and how strong vulnerability really is, even though people think of vulnerability as weakness. People think of it as something that is a situation where if you're vulnerable, you're weak. You're not as strong as what you should be. You're not as vigilant as what you should be because you're vulnerable. And there are gaps in your strength. And those holes need to be plugged before you can continue to move forward. Well, that's false. Because vulnerability shows human. And vulnerability shows strength. Because when you're vulnerable, you're willing to do what it takes to be able to get uncomfortable and get to a place where you know what your weaknesses may be, but you're bearing yourself back to one, better yourself, and two, grow and become stronger and keep moving forward and learn from your mistakes and learn from the things that you're doing. So vulnerability, I'm writing this down, vulnerability. Vulnerability. Okay, that's number two, having the ability to be able to know that you are going to be vulnerable in the situation that you're in and the situation that she was in at that moment in time. She's putting herself out there. She's being vulnerable. She's putting her neck out there to be able to sell herself, to be able to go and do the things that she needs to do, trying to accomplish and achieve the goals that she wants to accomplish. That's brave, guys. That's brave because I know. If you're in a job that you are not happy with, you're in a relationship that you're not happy with, whatever the situation that's going on in your life at that moment in time, taking the risk and stepping out of your comfort zone is the first step. Vulnerability is the next one. This is the hard one. Nobody really wants to be vulnerable. Nobody wants to be weak. Nobody wants to be able to wobble in the knees. They want to be able to have firm ground of what they're working with and what they're trying to be able to push forward with, correct? Most people feel more comfortable in a place where they know where they're going and how they're going to respond, what's going to happen around them, they're in control of their own environments, those kind of things. We all are that way. That's just kind of human nature. We want that situation. But how many of us actually know that when you go through stuff that makes you vulnerable, when you go through things that make you uncomfortable, when you go through things that make you cry and in pain, and there's some suffering and there's other things, how many of us all know after the situation is over with and we're moving on and we're we're, we're learning from our situation, it was a huge growth moment for us in our lives. How we handle the situation, how we handle our emotions, how we handle people around us how we were able to invest in others, even though we weren't really feeling like we could even do it because we felt like our cups were empty. Or whatever the situation is, how often is it when you are in the most vulnerable state and you're in the the place where it makes you uncomfortable, do we grow the most from? Now, back to the original story, I asked her, I said, okay, so when you're going through this, or we had the conversation anyway about when you when you're stepping out of your comfort zone to be able to go and make this happen and apply for this this position at multiple places and you're putting yourself out there. Now you're in this vulnerable stage. Now you're in this wobbly phase. Now 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 people want to set up interviews with you because they look at your resume, they see that you have a a, a, a fruitful resume, you've got some great experience here. Okay, that's great. Now let's talk to her. Now is when we're getting vulnerable, right? Now is when we're getting a little bit uncomfortable. Now we're in the wobbly phase. Now people are actually talking to me. And now they're actually putting things in action to be able to ask me questions that are based on my performance and based on my history. And now will it be able to fit within the organization that they have? will it be able to fit on the team that they have will it be able to fit will will the needs of this applicant be able to fit within my organization and the uh, and the ability for me to be able to give certain benefits certain structures certain promises certain whatever it is are we going to match are we going to fit vulnerability guys this is complete 100% vulnerability now you're answering these questions and it's raw you're 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 going based on the uh, the 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 experience that you have, anybody that's been through an interview, you know, you can talk about all your experience, but when they start getting into behavioral types of questions like how did you feel and where were you at and tell me more about the situation that th- what you thought and what was the thought process of coming to that solution or where were you? Behavioral type of interviews are really difficult, aren't they? Because now they're asking you, we want to know what you're thinking. Now we're talking some vulnerability. Now, when you're talking about the situation that might be the fact that I can process this many transactions, I can do this many sales, I can achieve this many of my quotas or whatever else that you have with numbers and crunching right across the board to be able to say, this is this is my experience, these are what I've achieved, this is my goals, this is where we were at, I was a top performer, all those are great, but the second that they said when you had an associate that was working next to you that did something unethical and they might've made you feel a little uncomfortable, how did you respond to that? Whoa. Okay, so now you're getting into the vulnerable stage. And if you've had the same job for seven years, you haven't been interviewing, so you're not really in the loop of an interview. Right, So she took the risk, stepped outside there, steps outside of her comfort zone, applied for different positions to see what kind of taker she was going to get, and then booked for interviews. Boom, 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 boom. Now it's, okay, I got to be vulnerable. I got to have the conversation. I got to talk about myself, talk about my situations, talk about my experiences, talk about all that stuff. Okay. So here's another piece to this whole entire equation as I was listening to her talk about her situation. The third piece is surprise. Now, this is the thing I'm going to write down. Surprise. You can kind of write down whatever word that you really want to, but I like the word surprise because surprise is something that you get from the situation that you didn't expect, So she applied for, I don't know, six or seven positions, and she got like four or five interviews immediately and got offers almost on the table immediately based on her experience, on her conversation, on her charisma, on her interview skills, on all that stuff. Now, it was a surprise, but also a relief. Okay, so she's vulnerable. She puts herself out there. She takes the risk to make the change. And now she's getting some validation sent back to her to say, you're pretty amazing. And we're going to offer you the following positions. So now she's like, whoa, I got multiple, multiple positions offered to me. Wow. Now I've got like, this is crazy. This is such a surprise. That's why I put surprise is important there because it's a feeling And it's something that we go through whenever we sell ourselves short, when we don't give ourselves the credit that's due to us, and we put ourselves out there into a situation that makes us vulnerable, that we we put our necks out there, we sell ourselves to the world, and then somebody validates that a lot of times, that surprise feeling of, oh, wow, I didn't even know that people actually felt that way about me. And this is relatable to anything that we go through in life, anything. If you want to play sports, what happens? When you're a kid and you want to play sports and you're sitting on the sidelines and you're not the best basketball player in the whole entire world, but you got a couple skills and you want to get into the game. But all the other kids are picked, right? You're one of the last kids picked there. But they don't pick you last. They pick you, they put you in there and then you go out there and you you perform, you're you're playing and you kind of build a little bit of a skill set, right? You build a skill set. So the next time around, you're still thinking that you're the bottom of the barrel. I'm going to be picked last. I'm not going to really, you know, whatever. And the next thing you know, you're picked about mid-range because somebody saw your skill set the last time and goes, "Wow, they're pretty good. I like them. I, you know, they've got raw talent. Let's work with that. I like that." And then you're surprised as a kid. Oh wow, this is cool. I didn't get picked last. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I, I wasn't the bottom of the barrel. I wasn't the least experienced or the least athletic or whatever that I had going on in my mind and how I sold myself short of my own worth, which happens to us all the damn time. So the surprise piece is really good because now you can really tap into, okay, other people see value in me. Okay. Wow. I didn't think that I had that much value that I could bring to the table. This is pretty awesome. Maybe you're, maybe you're, uh, ego or the good part of their ego starts to build a little bit. And maybe you start to get, build some self-confidence and you start to think to yourself, maybe I am worth something. Maybe people do see something in me and my own place that I was in, they knew that I was comfortable. And that's why nothing ever really came about around it because I, I, I literally sold myself short and then they sold me short saying that you're, you're, you maxed out in your potential, not really knowing what I brought to the table. And so my value had diminished. Throughout that seven-year tenure of the position that they were currently in, their value had diminished. They, they didn't change as the a person. They didn't become less valuable. They didn't work less. They didn't give less effort. None of those things happened. None of them. Zero of those things happened. But you know what did happen? The, the surroundings caused that value to diminish. The people that that she worked around started to find her to be less valuable in the workplace or they ran her into the ground because they knew that she was valuable but they knew that they needed more work out of her so they kept on continuing to push and drive and continue to say I need more I need more I need more I need more instead of actually taking a moment to say you're amazing and here's some of the things that I that you do for us that really adds to our business or adds to the equation of overall profits and margins and all those good things and we're going to give you a raise or give you more time off or give you some celebrations to be able to make you feel good The, the, the typical what we should do in the workplace isn't normally done, and if you are in a, if you were in a crappy culture of an organization, a lot of times that does happen. I've been there. I know that. I'm not part of a crappy culture now. I'm part of a great culture. But the problem that I have is, is that I don't have a lot of room for advancement, and I don't have a lot of room to move up in the organization because I can't move. And the only way that I'll be able to is if I move away. And that's not in the cards for us because we love our community. We love our the where we live. We love our neighborhood. We love everything about it right now. So the way I look at it is is that I've come to accept that. But it still stinks, right? You feel you bring a lot to the table. You feel there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts that you can really make impacts in the business and things like that. But you sell yourself short and your value starts to diminish. It's just, It's just natural. It just happens, guys. But here's the thing. And here's the point that I was trying to drive home. So she got some offers. She went back to her current boss, told her current boss, hey, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to take one of these offers because it's really, really good for me. It's really It seems like it's a match for me and is where I want to go. So it was an amicable uh, separation. So a relief is off of her shoulders. She feels relieved. She feels um, like in this place of positivity and she feels really good about it, right? So that's good. Those are really good things. But I want to park in the space of value. Okay? The the purpose of this podcast is about value because we diminish our value so often. We do it all the time with everything that we do. We sell ourselves short. We don't think we can accomplish the goals that we've always tried to set out to. We set ourselves up mentally that we're going to fail at something just so that if we do fail, we're not going to hurt as much. We don't think to ourselves, I can accomplish anything that I set my mind to. We don't do that. And then when people do say that, like I do on like a coffee talk or I'll do on like a, a social media post or whatever and say, you can do whatever you set your mind to you, I have multiple people that say to me, okay, thanks. Kumbaya. Thanks so much. Unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, that's great. That's not real life. That's not how life really happens. Why not? Why can't that be how life really happens? Why can't you look at something and say to yourself, I'm worth it. I'm valuable. I'm amazing. And I can accomplish whatever I want to accomplish. Whatever I set my mind to, I can do. Why can't we live in that space? What's the reason that we belittle ourselves? Diminish our value, bring our worth down every single time that we are negative about ourselves or that we are doubtful of the things that we can accomplish. What's the reason for that? There shouldn't be, it should not be that way. But you know what I think it is? I think a lot of it has to do with society. I think a lot of it has to do with the way that human behavior has kind of patterned itself to be in the fact of only the really, truly blessed and uh, successful people will truly be successful. We're all just middle of the rotors, middle class and lower class individuals that are just trying to grind it out to be able to get through life, to be able to just put a hard day's work in and just go do what we have to do. But no, damn it, you can do whatever you set your mind to. Now, is it easy? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, it's one of the hardest things to do in life to not only put yourself out there, become vulnerable, set yourself up for success and try to take chances for you to be able to move forward and be amazing and go for your goals that you normally wouldn't have gone for before, but really step outside of your comfort zone to do so. That takes work. It takes effort. It takes time. You need resources. You need people to back you up. You need people to lift you up and encourage you. You need all these different things for you to be able to do that moving forward. Because otherwise, you're out there on an island. Now, some people can do it that way. And I get that. I can't. I need people in my corner. I got to have some support. Not just from my wife and not just from my family, but people around me, people that are experienced, people that know what's going on that can help me, that lift me up and support me and be able to push me forward and and get me in the right frame of mind for me to be able to continue to be amazing and know that I can accomplish all the things that I set my mind to. Okay? So value, guys, value. Remember, you are valuable in whatever it is that you're doing. Are you a store clerk? Are you bagging groceries? Are you doing whatever? You're valuable. You're valuable to the operation. You're, you're, you're not a cog in the wheel. You are a catalyst to the wheel. You are somebody that keeps the engine moving, right? Are you a dental hygienist? Great. You're awesome at what you do. You focus on that. You invest in your uh, customers and the people that are coming in the door. You are a personable individual. You keep the business running. You're doing everything you can to be able to move it forward. Whatever other jobs you can think of. You can think of McDonald's fry guy or girl. You're, you're pulling the fries out to put them in. Guess what? People love those French fries. So if you are making those French fries to par and where they're supposed to be, guess what you're doing? You're making people happy. You're good at what you do. You're valuable. Don't just think to yourself because you're working a nine-to-five minimum wage job pushing fries at McDonald's that you're less than because you're not. This conversation really got me thinking about a value value that we give to ourselves, our worth, how we sell ourselves short based on whatever the environment is that's going on around us. And we're all worthy of greatness, all of us. Every one of us are worthy of doing something special. We just don't go and do it. We settle for mediocrity, we settle for middle of the road because we're too afraid to put ourselves out there to achieve those great things that those that do put themselves out there actually achieve because they got through that whole piece of vulnerability and taking risks and the comfort zones that they've been living in. Most of your top athletes aren't just gifted guys. They're not just people that can just throw a a basketball through the hoop. They practice, they grind, they every day. Michael Jordan used to practice so much All the time, hours upon hours upon hours a day, because he knew at any given moment he would have to be great. And he performed in that great space multiple, multiple times, right? Many times we saw Michael Jordan hit the winning shot. Michael Jordan win the MVPs. Michael Jordan holding up the rings, holding up the trophies with the Chicago Bulls and just working. His work ethic was top notch. Nobody could compare. Nobody. But you wouldn't think that with a guy that was as gifted as Michael Jordan, right? Check out his story sometime. See what his history was. See what his high school teacher or high school coach said to him back in the day when he tried to apply for basketball and join the high school team. Check out his story and see what he's been through and how much work and dedication it took for him to get there. So it's not easy to achieve greatness, but if you never try, and you never lift your value up to the fa- up to the place where it needs to be for you to be able to feel like I can accomplish it. You're never going to do it, guys. You're just going to sit in the middle of the road and be happy home medium and just do what you got to do. And you're going to go through life. You're just going to keep on moving it forward. And the other thing, it's never too late to do th- Do this. It's never too late to take risks. It's never too late to be vulnerable. It's never too late to actually be surprised with the actual value that you have. And it's never too late to actually celebrate in your worth. We should all be doing this. Every one of us should put at least take inventory. Write down those things. How valuable am I? At whatever I'm doing, whether it's your occupation, whether it's as a parent, whether it's as a, a, a caretaker, whatever it is that you're doing, how valuable am I? What are the good qualities that I bring to the table? How much am I actually building my resume of my life? Not a resume of just an occupation, but your resume of your life. Don't sell yourself short for the positives that you bring to the table. Don't sell yourself short for all the great things that you do every single day and forget about just because you're too fixated on what the negatives are or you're too fixated on making things better or you're too fixated on other people rather than actually taking a look back on yourself and saying, you know what, I'm damn proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I did this. I'm proud of the fact that I did that. Those are the conversations you need to start to have with yourself to start to change your mindset into thinking you can accomplish whatever it is, whenever it is that you want to. Know your value, guys. Celebrate your worth because it's probably a lot more than what you give credit for. Maybe even reach out to a friend and ask somebody that cares about you, whether it's a family member or it's a friend or whatever it is. Talk about your worth to them. Ask them the question, what is it that I do that you like the most? Whether it's life, whether it's job, occupation, ask your boss that. What is it that I do here that you enjoy? Why can't we flip the script on that one, right? During evaluations or things like that, instead of having them fill into, oh, you hit your performance in this area and that area and this, and uh, you did really well with this. And okay, great job. How about asking them, what kind of value do I bring to the table to this organization? See if they can answer. And if they can, then that's a good job right if they know how valuable you are they're going to treat you like a valuable asset if they don't it's time to move on it's time to move on alice we got to go right taking so let's just I, i'm going to i'm going to summarize everything here guys 30 minutes what did i say i said it was going to be <laughs> probably a little lengthy first of all don't be afraid to take risks step out of your comfort zone to achieve great things Two, become vulnerable, take inventory of what your value is. Take a look at yourself and understand that you're more valuable than what you give credit for. Put yourself out there, be vulnerable. Put yourself in a position where you can sell yourself to others to be able to say, hey, you know what? I I am worthy of other things. And then live in that moment of surprise when you hear some positive feedback from somebody to say, you are amazing. And be surprised, but live in that surprise. Live in that moment to be able to celebrate in the fact that you are better than what you give yourself credit for. And lastly, Achieve the goals you're shooting for. You can do it. We all can do this if we just put one foot in front of the other and have the right attitude at the right time. So I'm hoping that this resonates with you guys because I felt like it really resonated with me when I was having a conversation with her. And I'm not going to give names, but congratulations to her for getting a position and, and and putting herself out there for making that happen and really taking a risk in a situation where it's difficult to do so, okay? So I'm hoping that you guys do the same, and I'm hoping that you have a great rest of your day. We'll talk soon.